Lever Brothers Company, makers of Swan, the soap that gives you a wonderful new kind of suds, presents... Our friend, Swan. With my friend, Irma. Starring Mary Wilson as Irma and Kathy Lewis as Jane. Friendship, friendship, just a perfect friendship When other friendships have been forgot Theirs will still be hot My friend Irma Christmas Eve at 8224 West 73rd Street, New York City. And on the third floor in apartment 3B, all is serene and quiet, except for Irma Peterson, who is reading. T'was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring. Oh, look, Jane, a mouse! <laughs> now, don't get excited, don't get excited. It's lost. It's probably looking for Professor Kapotkin's room. <laughs> Gee, Jane, I've never been so happy on Christmas Eve. And, and that's because I have such wonderful friends. You and Richard and Mrs. O'Reilly and Professor Kapotkin. And, of course, Al. Oh, by all means, Al. Of course, I can't really consider Al a friend because I'm going to marry him. <laughs> well, naturally. And, Jane... You don't know what it means to have a few good friends you can count on, especially on Christmas Eve, when you'd, well, when you'd like to be with your family, but, but mine lives over 1,500 miles from here. You know, Irma, you never say much about your family. Oh, Jane, there isn't much to say. They're just an average family, just like me. <laughs> Perfectly normal people. Well, for instance, there's, uh, well, there's Bertha Peterson, my younger sister... She's not as old as I am. Yeah, it figures. And there's my brother, Ernie Peterson. He's engaged uh, to be married, of course. Of course. Honey, what, what about your parents? I miss them the most. They were just like a mother and father to me. <laughs> well, you know, that happens in most families, Emma. But, gee, they're all in Minnesota, and I'm here, but I'm not lonesome because... Because I'm surrounded by good friends, and Jane, I, I really appreciate them. That's why I'm giving a Christmas Eve surprise party tonight for you, Richard, Professor Kropotkin, Miss O'Reilly, and Al. Tonight? Mm -hmm. Oh, gee, Irma, honey, I don't know how to tell you, but you see... Uh, tell me what? Well, dear, you, you see... Uh, excuse me a minute, will you, honey? Hello? Oh, yeah, hello, Richard. What? Yes, yes, I know it's formal... No, I, I've never been to the Long Island Country Club. Yeah, I'm terribly excited. It'll be our first Christmas Eve together. Yeah, I'll be ready. Goodbye, dear. Jane, you, you, you mean you're going out tonight with Richard? What about my Christmas Eve party? Well, honey, you, you didn't say anything about it, and Richard invited me to a Christmas party at the Long Island Country Club, and... I'd hate to miss it. It's the affair of the season. But this is Christmas Eve, and I thought we'd be together... Christmas Eve isn't like other holidays, you know. Well, I realize that, honey, well, but... Oh, I, I could understand if it was Independence Day, then we wouldn't have to be together. We could be independent. <laughs> oh, honey. Honestly, honey, I'm terribly sorry, but there's just nothing I can do about it now. You see, Richard asked me weeks ago, and... Well, anyway, my not being here shouldn't spoil your party. You'll still have Professor Kropotkin and Mrs. O'Reilly and, and Al. I understand, Jane. I... I still have the others. Sure. Come in. It's only me, Professor Kropotkin. <laughs> How are my two little Christmas trees? One full grown and one a little sapling. Uh, <laughs> why, Professor? Excuse me, a little yuletide joke. <laughs> By the way, girls, a Merry Christmas to you both. Merry Christmas to you, too. Merry Christmas, Professor. I hope you'll excuse me for coming down. I don't mean to interrupt, but I wasn't feeling so good. And when I don't feel good, I always rush out of my room as fast as I can. Why? I wouldn't be found dead in that place. 
Well, girls, do you realize tonight's Christmas Eve? Oh, yes. And just look at that blanket of snow outside. Isn't it lovely? That is a matter of opinion. If Mrs. O'Reilly doesn't put glass in my windows, not only will I have a blanket of snow, but I'll have a carpet of the same material. <laughs> Irma, you, you better ask the professor about this evening, honey, before it's too late. Oh, yes. Uh, professor, will you come to my Christmas Eve party tonight? Tonight? Oh, Irma, I'm so sorry. You mean you can't come either? It can be helped, Irma. Tonight I'm playing my fiddle at the Gypsy Tea Room. <laughs> I've been practicing all day. Oh, that's terrible. I know, but they pay me for it. <laughs> oh, gee, first Jane disappoints me, and now you. Well, look, honey, the professor can't help it. He must earn a living. And after all, you'll still have Mrs. O'Reilly and, and maybe the Martins upstairs. And, of course, there's Al. Come in. Oh, hello, everybody. Merry Christmas. Oh, the same to you, Mrs. O'Reilly. Merry Christmas. Say, Mrs. O'Reilly, that's a beautiful wreath you got on your door downstairs. But that sign in the middle of it. Oh, you don't like it? Merry Christmas, lots of cheer. Remember the landlady or you'll freeze next year. <laughs> to me, it's not a sentimental thought. <laughs> oh, Mrs. O'Reilly, uh, I'm giving a big surprise Christmas Eve party tonight for you and Al. Will you come tonight? Oh, Irma, darling, I'm so sorry. You mean you're busy, too? Yes, the Martins have invited me to go to Jersey with them. And since they owe me four months back rent, I can't afford to let them get on the train by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is awful. First Jane turned me down, and then the professor. Now you. Well, maybe next year, Irma. Merry Christmas and goodbye. <laughs> Sweetie, now stop crying. I know you're disappointed, but you should have told us about your party earlier. Besides, you won't be left alone. You won't be left alone. You bought some food, didn't you? <laughs> what do you mean? Of course I bought food. Then Al will show up. I'll guarantee it. Speaking of food, I think I'll go up to my room and have my dinner. Oh, are you cooking, Professor? No, I take one look at that dump and I sit down and eat my heart out. <laughs> Merry Christmas, girls. And I'm sorry, Irma. Honey, I'm sorry things turned out this way for you. It's all right, Jane. This is one way of finding out who my real friends are. They're Al, every one of them. Come in. Hello, Jane. Hi, chicken. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Al. Oh, Al, merry, merry Christmas. I'm so glad to see you. Same here, chicken. I like being with you, too. You mind if I warm my hands on the radiator? Of course not, honey. How did they get so cold? Wanted to take the Crosstown trolley, but with all that snow on the ground, it took me four hours to find a transfer. <laughs> That's too bad, and your poor face, it's so red. Uh, red face? Well, that ain't from the cold chicken. They caught me with yesterday's transfer. <laughs> oh, my goodness, look at the time, and Richard's going to pick me up in an hour. I'm not even dressed yet. Aren't you going to take your top coat off, Al? Oh, thanks, Jane, but I ain't staying. Just come in to wish Chicken a Merry Christmas. I got to be on my way. Got a big deal brewing. Oh, Al. Ooh. Chicken, it's important. You and your deal. Well, business is business, Chicken. I, I got to be running along. But I'll be left all alone on Christmas Eve. And, and Al, I depended on you. My own boyfriend. Chicken, if I could only explain... Well, don't bother. None of you must think very much of me if you can leave me alone on Christmas Eve. Fine, friends, I have goodbye. How do you like that? Al, of all the low-down, contemptible, good-for-nothing... Oh, hold it, Jane. I won't have you saying those things about the girl I love. <laughs> talking about Irma, I mean you. How could you desert her Christmas Eve of all nights? Gee, me, I have to go out with Richard, but you're her boyfriend. Well, Jane, I, I love Irma. And when a man's in love, he's not responsible. He, he may do strange things. Things he'd never do in his right mind. What are you talking about? I went and got a job. <laughs> you got 
got a job? Al, have you been drinking? <laughs> no, it'd shock you, but it, it's just for one night. Want to make a little dough and buy Irma a present. Well, I apologize, Al. I'm sorry I yelled at you. Forget it. Listen. Listen, Al. It's the Christmas carolers. Gee, that's pretty. I, 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 I'd like to stay, but I gotta get to work. T tell her I'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye, Al. It's me, Richard. It's Jane. Jane? What's wrong? You sound terrible. Richard, I, I can't go with you to the Christmas dance. Why not? Are, are you ill? No, no, Richard, I, I'm all right. It's just that, well, Irma, you, well, you see, well, Irma hasn't any family or relatives in New York, and, and, and this Christmas Eve, all our friends seem to be busy, and, oh, gee, I just couldn't leave her alone, Richard. I wouldn't want you to. Are you sure you mean that, Richard? Of course, honey, I understand. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye, and Merry Christmas, Jane. Merry Christmas, Richard. Al, I thought you left. Came back from my hat. <laughs> I didn't mean to eavesdrop, Jane, but if you're willing to give up a good time tonight for Irma, I guess it's my duty to be with Chicken, too. Oh, Al, that'd be just wonderful. Well, well what about the present you were going to get for Irma? If you don't work tonight, where'd you get the money for it? going to hawk my watch. Oh, but, Al, that's the only thing you own. <laughs> you know that no matter how bad times have been, you always said you'd never hawk your watch. Well, a man like me don't need a watch. I sleep all day, so time is not important. <laughs> and at night, it's too late to do anything. Yeah. Come in. Oh, it's you, Professor. Excuse me, Jenny. I've been thinking about poor little Irma and... Well, I decided to give up the job, so tonight I could be with Irma. Oh, but, Professor, won't that cost you money? You get big tips during Christmas. On Christmas Eve, it's not important to make money. It's important to be with friends. After all, what's money? Well, it's pretty important. I see you've been talking to Mrs. O'Reilly again. <laughs> no, my little Irma has no father in New York, so tonight, Professor Kropotkin will be her father. a boy, Pop. Listen, Al, the first chance I get, I'm disinheriting you. Excuse me, everybody. I took the liberty of walking in. Oh, Mrs. O'Reilly, I, th I thought you were on your way to New Jersey. Well, I changed my mind. I got to thinking about poor little Irma being all alone tonight. And I just didn't have the heart to go. I'm going to stay here with Irma. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Professor Kropotkin just said he's going to be her father. I'll tell you, if that's the case, I'll be her mother. I got news for you. If you're the mother, I'll be on the train for Reno in the morning. Now, listen, listen, everybody. I've got a wonderful idea. Irma was going to throw a surprise party for us, and now we'll throw one for her. We'll give her the best Christmas any girl ever had. Swell. I'll go out and hock my watch and buy the present. I'll go get my violin. And we can have the party in my apartment. It's bigger. Come along, Janie. We'll start decorating. Oh, it'll be a merry Christmas. Come on, Professor. Take my arm. A fair swap. She's been taking my blood all year. <laughs> oh, honestly, just wait until Irma finds out. She'll be the happiest girl in New York. <laughs> Chicago. Next. Where to, miss? Please, mister, what is the fare to Minneapolis? Uh, $58 round trip. $58? Uh, I only have six. <laughs> Where can I go for $6? $6? Let me see. How about Niagara Falls? Oh, I couldn't go to Niagara Falls. I'm not even married. <laughs> uh, I'll find some other place to go. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. 
And now Susie Swan sings to us. Listen. My advice, says Susie, you like this brand new kind of lather, so be choosy. Swan gives you beauty lather, rich as cream. Your skin stays soft as any dream, and fresh as dew. I swan to you, says Susie. Ah, say, Susie Swan, you must have been eavesdropping on some beauty experts to come up with such grand advice for the ladies' complexions. And for you ladies listening, I'd like to say that Susie's advice about swan soap is well worth taking because swan's wonderful new kind of beauty lather gives you the kind of complexion care you've been dreaming of. Yes, swan will leave your skin fresh, soft, and lovely. Now, for one thing, swan's new kind of beauty lather is gentle for even the most delicate skins. Why, when you smooth on that extra-rich, extra-creamy lather, you can fairly feel how gently it cleanses and how thoroughly your face is left glowingly clean. Then rinse your face, and you'll notice another swan beauty advantage. That's the way your face feels, smooth and fresh, not all tight and over-soaked. No, because swan's wonderful new kind of lather rinses away so completely. So the next time you wash your face, Take Susie Swan's advice and try white floating swan soap's wonderful new kind of beauty lather. Well, we're all down in Mrs. O'Reilly's room. The professor, Al, and myself. We're setting the table, and Mrs. O'Reilly's out trying to find a Christmas tree. Irma? Irma's probably walking around the block. When we're all set to surprise her, we'll send Al out to find her. Right now, Al is beaming proudly. <laughs> Come January the 1st, he will have completed a solid six years of steady unemployment <laughs> Professor Kropotkin seems to resent Mrs. O'Reilly's quarters My, my, she lives like a queen and I live like a dog <laughs> Now look, Professor, I know that you and Mrs. O'Reilly have had some differences in the past But now this is Christmas Eve and I want all that to be forgotten you know, she's really a warm-hearted person. Look, look at the trouble she's gone to. She even put mistletoe on the ceiling. She is wasting her time. <laughs> I wouldn't kiss her if I thought she'd cut my rent. <laughs> Easy, she's coming down the hall. Oh, me aching feet. I've walked all over and I can't find a Christmas tree. Did you see Irma anywhere in the neighborhood? No, I didn't, but it's nothing to worry about. We must get the tree before she gets back. Tree? Well, there's only one man who can help us. Who else? Who else but... Hello, Joe. <laughs> Al, got a problem. Need a Christmas tree right away. Huh? I can get one at Macy's already trimmed for a dime? Oh, the dime is for a glass cutter. The tree is in the window. <laughs> nah, Joe, this is Christmas Eve. When I hear jingle bells, I don't want them on a patrol wagon. <laughs> what, Joe? You're playing Santa Claus tonight? Going down a chimney? Joe, this is quite a change for you, isn't it? Oh, you're going in with an empty bag and coming out with a full one. <laughs> well, Joe, nothing I can say except good luck and Merry Christmas. Oh, Al, what are we going to do? It's getting so late. Oh, that, that must be Irma. Now, now, let's all surprise her. Stand over there. Let's put out all the lights and give her a big kiss. Uh, come in. Merry Christmas, honey. Here's one for me. You too, my darling daughter. For goodness sake, will someone please put on the lights? <laughs> Richard! I thought Irma needed a shave. <laughs> oh, gee, Richard, I didn't expect you. I thought you went to the club. Well, I couldn't take it. Same old crowd, same old monotony. So I realized that I'd rather be here with real people on Christmas Eve. Oh, Richard, I'm so happy, and you're more than welcome. Oh, where's Irma? Well, she kind of thought we were all deserting her, so she went out in a huff. That's why we're throwing a surprise party for her, and we're waiting for her to come back. Don't want to find chicken until we can get a Christmas tree, though. Uh, got any ideas, Richard? Well, why don't we go out and buy one? Nice gesture, Richard. We'll wait here for you. <laughs> oh, Richard, you don't have to. Oh, it's my pleasure, Jane. I saw several on the way over. I'll have one in a few minutes. Be right back. And I'll get the cake out of the oven. And I'll make some punch. And I'll tell you when it's right. <laughs> Jane, what are you crying about? The party's taking form. I know. It's so wonderful having everybody pitch in, Richard getting a tree and all of you giving up things. It's just the most wonderful Christmas I ever had. Ba, 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 ba. 
Look, lady, this is your third round trip on this ferry boat. Ain't you got a home? Ain't you got any friends? No. Well, take my advice. Go get some. All right, I'll try. Thank you, and a Merry Christmas to you. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. On a sleigh. Oh, what fun it is to ride. On a sleigh. <laughs> on a one horse. Uh, hold it, hold it, fellas. Look, uh, lady, we're Christmas carolers. Now, we don't do this for a living, but we enjoy it, and we rehearse a great deal. Now, we don't mind you joining us, but we like to have the sleigh come after the horse. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, fellas. Let's do it again. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride. When the horse comes after the sleigh. <laughs> look, 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 lady, uh, would you mind running along? Oh, all right. I was just lonely. Merry Christmas. Tom and lady, have you got a dime for a cup of coffee? Oh, yes, poor man. And Merry Christmas. Uh, maybe you ought to have another dime for a donut. Oh, thank you. Oh, dear, I don't have any change. Uh, would you like me to break that five for you? Well, if you don't mind. Uh... Are you all alone in New York, too? Yeah. How about you? I'm from Minnesota. Minnesota? How well I know that place. You know, you look very familiar. I do? Well, my name is Peterson. Of course. You're Peterson's little daughter. <laughs> my father's name is George. Yeah, let me think. Peterson. Say, that must be George Peterson. How did you know? Oh. Why, I remember. You used to live in, um, uh... Minneapolis. Yeah, let me see. George Peterson, Minneapolis. <laughs> That's the place. I never forget a name. Oh, well, it, it's so nice to meet, to meet old friends. Yeah. Especially when you're lonely. You can keep the five dollars, sir. Oh, thank you. But this is only a loan. I'll return it the next time I see your father. Good old Fred Petersburg in Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's Peterson in Minnesota. Oh, mister, mister. We've walked for miles. Maybe we better go home and call the police to look for Irma. Yeah, maybe you're right, Jane. Pardon me, but you got a dime. Oh, Al, it's you. You got that quarter you owe me? <laughs> Mushface, ain't you got no character? How can you panhandle on Christmas Eve? Great pickings tonight. Just got a fin from a blonde. Told her I knew her old man, Peterville uh, Peterson in Minnesota. Peterson. Al. Mushface, which way'd she go? Across town, you know. What's the difference? Oh, I've been feeling like a crumb ever since I clipped it. Seemed like such a nice kid. Yeah. Would you give her back this spin? Yeah, thanks. And Merry Christmas. Hey, bud, you got a time for a cup of coffee? <laughs> Come on, Al. Come on, let's go home and call the police. I I'm really getting panicky. All right, Jane, I'm with you. Lady, I seen that picture, Mildred Pierce. Now, you get off this bridge. I was just looking at the water, Mr. Watchman. Oh, look, lady, don't look down there. Everything that's beautiful is up here. It's Christmas Eve, you know. Yes, I know. And I'm so lonely. Oh, I get it. You're all alone, huh? <laughs> yes. Uh, you got any friends? Yes, but... My closest friends are far away. Oh, now don't cry, sister. You're coming home with me. We ain't got much, but we're happy to share it. Hey, Bill. 
Yeah, yes, Sergeant. Did you happen to see a blonde girl? Uh, say, lady, what's your name? Irma Peterson. That's all we want to know. Come on along, sister. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> didn't do what? I don't know, but my boyfriend always says to say you didn't do it. Now, look, Janie, we got to be brave. Now it's up to the police. They'll find her, but we got to take our minds off it. Mrs. O'Reilly, would you like to dance? Oh, I'd love to. I'll dance with her. <laughs> I'll play the fiddle. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. How do you like that? I just started playing already. The neighbors got the police here. <laughs> no. no, it's a squad car pulling up. I think it's Irma. My chicken. Oh, Al. Al, it's Irma. The police have found her. She's coming up the steps. Now, quick. Turn out the lights, everybody. Come on, we can still surprise her and have the party. Uh, come in, dearie. Oh, Irma, darling. Surprise, chicken. Here's a big kiss for you. And here's a kiss from your father. You <laughs> <laughs> turn on the lights. I'm dying. I just keep missing around. <laughs> oh, Irma, darling. Merry Christmas. Where have you been? You're all here. I, I thought no one loved me, and I... I felt so alone. Oh, honey, don't you know that people always spend Christmas Eve with their loved ones? You're the one we love the most. Exactly my sentiments. Oh, bless my little Irma. You're like my own daughter. Sure, chicken, I'd never leave you. I want to spend all my Christmas Eves with you. Oh, this is the best Christmas a girl ever had, surrounded by her friends. Oh, it's midnight. Uh, is that right, Al? Wait a minute, look at my watch. Al, why are you going to the window? Watch happens to be across the street. <laughs> You're right, chicken. It's 12 o'clock. Merry Christmas, chicken. Merry Christmas, Al. And Merry Christmas, Professor Kapotkin and Miss O'Reilly and Richard and Jane and all our friends. Merry, Merry Christmas. And as for me, my sentiments are the same as those of my friend, Irma. <laughs> Ladies, you can be sure you're getting complexion care that's the last word if you make White Floating Swan your facial soap. You see, Swan Soap gives you a wonderful new kind of lather. A new kind of beauty lather that's extra rich, extra creamy. A new kind of lather that smooths on your skin gently and softly, yet cleanses so thoroughly your skin is left fairly glowing with cleanliness. And Swan's new kind of beauty lather gives you another beauty advantage you'll love. And that's the way Swan rinses away. So completely your skin is left fresh and lovely not all tight and over-soaked. So, ladies, for a complexion care that's the last word, how about trying Swan's wonderful new kind of beauty lather? My Friend Irma, presented by Swan, another fine product of Lever Brothers Company, was produced and directed by Cy Howard. Tonight's script was written by Cy Howard and Park Levy. Frank Bingman speaking. Here's to a Merry Christmas cake, the lighter, better-tasting kind you get with Spry. Delicate snow-white layers swirled with fluffy frosting and heaped high with coconut. Rich, chocolatey devil's food. Name your favorite and make it the Spry One Bowl Way. It's sure to be better tasting, made with Spry. Because no other type of shortening has Spry's amazing cake improver secret. For a gala holiday cake, rely on Spry. Amazing Spry with cake improver. That's S-P-R-Y, Spry. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. By transcription. roommate, Irma Peterson, the girl who thinks the parasite is the view from the Eiffel Tower. 
You think I'm kidding? Well, take the other day. I said, Irma, I see where the sports writers have named the ends for all Americans. And Irma said... That's silly. Everybody knows that ends are for all Americans. <laughs> yes, Irma's right. And all America is going for ends. The really effective chlorophyll tablets that stop triple O. Stop odors of body. Stop odors of breath. Stop odor of fence. Stop all three. Keep you fresh as a daisy all day, all over. It's amazing, but one or two tiny ends tablets daily are all you need to stop triple O. And now ends America's most popular chlorophyll tablets are proud to present your favorite comedy show created by Cy Howard and starring Marie Wilson as Irma and Kathy Lewis as Jane in... My Friend Irma. Well, it's about time. You've been knitting that sweater for six months. Want me to gift wrap it for you, sweetie? Uh, no, thanks. I'll do it. I have a box right here, and I want to fold it just the way they do in the department store. Be my guest. Now, let's see. You lay it on its back like this, and then you take this sleeve and fold it this way. Then you take the other sleeve and fold it this way. And then you take the other sleeve and fold... Oh, Jane! What's the matter? This sweater has three sleeves. <laughs> what? Let me see that. Irma, what's a sleeve doing up here? Well, I was trying to make a turtleneck. <laughs> I think the turtle you had in mind had a little giraffe blood in him. <laughs> Why didn't you ask for help? You know I knit. Yeah, but I wanted Al to know I made it all by myself. Well, just show him this. He'll know. <laughs> What am I going to do? I can't give him a sweater with an extra sleeve. You know, strangely, I think it'll fit him. <laughs> I've seen him in action with you on the sofa, and I can swear he has three arms. Please, <laughs> Jane, I need help. I know it, honey, but you might as well face it. You can never fix it in time for Christmas. But what'll I do? Al always gives me such wonderful Christmas presents. Wonderful Christmas presents. Do you recall that ring he gave you last year? Well, it was solid gold. Oh, sure. And when it rained and the solid gold washed off, what did it say underneath? If this goose is shot, please remove this band and return to Canadian wildlife. <laughs> it's not the gift, it's the thought. Well, he certainly thinks up some buttes. You recall the year he gave you that set of so-called silver plates from France and we found out they were hubcaps from a Ford? Jenna, <laughs> I told you the value doesn't matter. Uh -huh. Whatever he gives me is a symbol of love and, and I must give him something in return. Well, Cookie, you've still got two shopping days left. Why don't you add his name to your list? Well, that's a good idea. Uh, do you have any suggestions of what I can give him? Oh, I don't know. Why don't you give him a pair of cufflinks? I don't know what size shirt he wears. <laughs> Why don't you get him a comb? Or don't you know what size hair he wears? <laughs> Hand me your list, honey. Hand it to me. Let me see it. Oh, Mrs. O'Reilly, the professor, the Martins, the Schneiders. You know, sweetie, maybe it's the time of the year. But I get the most wonderful glow just thinking how fortunate we are to be surrounded by so many wonderful friends and neighbors. It is wonderful, Jane. Yeah. Just imagine, we were all once strangers. Now, like a dozen little streams, we've all come together into a quiet pool of contentment. Don't talk to me that way. I'll talk to you on the one to. Oh, shut your trap. I'll show you. You're too much of your shows already. <laughs> Jane, is that our quiet pool of contentment? Yeah, I think the dam broke. <laughs> the idea of talking to me that way, you're well, you've got your nerve talking about my figure. You could crawl through a row of beads and then still be roaming up for the string. <laughs> Is that so? Well, let me tell you something. You could walk through the Holland Tunnel and there wouldn't be room enough for a bicycle. Nobody here, you long-legged old... Stop it, stop it. Now, wait a minute. Stop, the two of you. What do the neighbors think? Come in here. Well, I'm sorry, Jenny. Oh, you ought to be ashamed of yourselves quarreling like this right before Christmas. Well, it's his fault. Always insulting me. 
It's given me an inferiority complex. Oh, don't cry, Mrs. O'Reilly. Well, I can't help it. I've got my feminine vanity. I don't like to be told my beautiful red curls dangle around my face like an octopus with high blood pressure. <laughs> you think I like it when you tell me that if I ever go to China, they'll use my legs for chopsticks? <laughs> well, they will. Look at you. The only time you look like you have muscles is when you go out in the cold and get goose pimples. <laughs> Mrs. O'Reilly, why don't you trot around the park? Maybe you'll get a lump of sugar from a friendly policeman. <laughs> well, I'm not going to stay here and listen to your insults any longer. Goodbye. Girls, what can I get her for Christmas? Christmas? After you just got through insulting her? So what, Jenny? On the inside, I love her. If only there wasn't so much of her on the outside. <laughs> but, Professor, can you really love a person whose figure you're always ridiculing? No, sure, Emma. You've heard the slogan, more bounce to downs. <laughs> but, Mrs. O'Reilly, it's more fun to the ton. <laughs> Fighting keeps us both young. Now, what can I get her for Christmas? Hmm? How about perfume? No, Jane. Well, if you want to help her figure, why don't you get her a girdle? What, and create a rubber shortage? <laughs> Professor, I think she could use a new pocketbook. Oh, that's a practical suggestion, Jenny. But don't tell her I'm getting it, huh? Well, thanks a lot, girls. I'll see you later. Gee, he's such a nice old man. I wonder what I can give him for Christmas. Maybe he can use a sweater with three sleeves. Oh, gee, that reminds me. I haven't gotten anything for my owl. Come in. Oh, you're back, Mrs. O'Reilly. Has he gone yet? Yeah, why? Why, that bandy-legged old fussy bitches is driving me crazy. Hmm. What can I get him for Christmas? Oh. <laughs> oh, this is priceless. This is just beautiful. You see what I mean, Irma, when I tell you this is the time of the year when there's an actual glow in the air? If you want suggestions for the professor, I think he could use a lounging robe for these cold evenings. Say, that's a good idea. I wonder what size he takes. Oh, never mind. I'll measure me broom. They both have the same bill. <laughs> Goodbye, girls. Wait a minute, Miss O'Reilly. Wait a minute. Irma and I are having a little Christmas Eve dinner here tomorrow night. How about you and the professor joining us? Huh? Oh, Janie, I think it'd be wonderful. Is there anything I can bring? I don't think so. You got any special dessert you like? Well, at this time of the year, I love homemade rum cake. Oh, gosh. I wouldn't know how to go about making one. Oh, you wouldn't? Well, just buy a jug of rum... And I'll bring a donut. <laughs> but you, you didn't tell me we were having a Christmas Eve dinner here. I know, it just sort of happened. You know how it is. You want to be with all the people you love. And, well, I guess you don't need any explanation. No, since we both have every reason in the world to be happy. <laughs> Come in. Hey, chicken. <laughs> oh, Jane, look who's here. My big reason. <laughs> Come here, Al, and let me hug you. I feel like squeezing my reason. <laughs> squeezing your reason? Oh, sister, you're flogging my noggin. Well, here it is practically Christmas, that time of year when we kiss under the mistletoe and, you know, exchange gifts. <sighs> Got no gift for you this year. No gift? Well, oh, that's all right, Al. Then you don't mind, chicken? No, I don't mind. What's a gift? There's so many other things to be happy about. That's why they call this Merry Christmas. I know you love me, and that's all I need. <laughs> I don't think she's really happy. <laughs> Why, you 19-carat chiseler. How dare you come around here at this time of the year without a gift for her? Do you realize that that girl spent six months ruining her eyes to knit you a sweater? All right, so it didn't turn out so a man could wear it. All right, so it's more for a tripod on a camera. But it was a labor of love, and she was thinking of you every minute. You've got the nerve to say you're not getting her anything. Well, Jane can't help it. I'm a victim of unfair practices. What do you mean? Well, look, I have been dealing on and off with the United States Unemployment Office for six years. Don't you think the least they can do is give me a Christmas bonus for my lonely... Oh, <laughs> stop that. 
Al, plenty of stores are looking for help between now and Christmas. You just go out there and make a buck so you can buy Irma a gift. Well, can't I wait till the first of the year? Like to keep my record clean for 51. <laughs> Al, get out. And if you don't do what I say, don't come back. Or so help me, I'll put arsenic in your eggnog. Now get out. Come on. All right, all right. You don't have to push me through the door. I'm gone. Mean dame. I'd like to get you something, too. What size bullet do you wear? <laughs> Irma! Cookie, come on out of the bedroom. What do you want? Where's Al? He went. Well, will, will he be here for dinner tomorrow evening? I don't know. Sweetie, I'm so sick and tired of seeing you get the raw end of things. If he loves you, he'll find a job. And if he doesn't, good riddance. Jean, how can you say that? Al's my whole life. I know I shouldn't let my heart rule my head, but now that he's gone, it feels so empty. O, 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 guard against triple O. Yes, guard against triple O, odor of breath, odor of body, odor of fence. If you've been using old-fashioned body deodorants, mouthwashes, toothpaste, or deodorant soap to avoid offending, now here's an easier, quicker, much more effective way to keep fresh as a daisy all over, all day long. Take ends today. Chase triple O away. Yes, one or two tiny ENDS chlorophyll tablets protect you against all three. Odor of body, odor of breath, odor of fence. No muss, no fuss. Stop triple O in minutes. Prove it with a famous ENDS test. Rub an onion slice on your hand. Now take an ENDS chlorophyll tablet. Moisten and rub it on the same spot. The odor's gone. That's how ENDS work where odors begin inside your body to stop triple O. And remember, ENDS contain 100 milligrams, a fully effective dose of Daritol chlorophyll. Don't expect such lasting protection from cheap chewing gum and candy substitutes which contain so little chlorophyll. Take ENDS today. Chase triple O away. Insist on ends called ends because they end your worries about triple O. That's E-N-N-D-S, ends chlorophyll tablets. Safe. Safe as any garden vegetable. Effective, pleasant tasting. Trial size ends only 49 cents at drug counters everywhere. Larger sizes even more economical. Before Christmas and all through the house, we haven't heard a word from Al the lo uh, Loafer. <laughs> oh, who cares? I'm going to go ahead with the Christmas Eve dinner anyway. You ought to see the apartment. It looks real festive. Irma bought the Christmas tree. She paid a dollar and a half for it. Big bargain. Has three branches. <laughs> one points to the left, one points to the south, and the other one just hangs. It's too tired to point. <laughs> she had a reindeer under there, but I threw it out. Hot dog with six bobby pins sticking out of one end. <laughs> oh, well. Wonder how Salvador Dali is doing at the office. Merry Christmas, Miss Peterson. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, what's wrong with you? I wish I was dead. Well, I feel that way about you all year, but not today. <laughs> What's got you down like this? My boyfriend, Al, he walked out on me. He didn't even give me a Christmas present. <laughs> so what? I haven't given my wife a present for five years. Well, that's different. You're married, Al, and I love each other. <laughs> How's that? Did you see what it's doing to me? It's terrible. I just can't focus. If this keeps up, I won't be able to put my mind on my work. Well, let's try it that way for a change. From here on, we're going to go up. No. From now on, I don't care what happens to me. Miss Peterson, will you please stop crying over my desk? You're getting the tobacco in my humidor all soggy. can't help it. Oh, come here. Put your head on my shoulder. That's it. You feel better? I think so. Well, you just keep it there until you do. Thank you. Gee, you're so much like my father. It makes me homesick. I understand. 
Every Christmas, my father used to let me sit on his lap like this, and then he'd kiss me on the cheek. Well, just so you won't feel homesick. Here. Who was that who came in ran out again? Just your wife. <laughs> my wife! Martha! Bills on the tenth of the month. Goodbye. <laughs> Lefty. Hi, Irma. I just saw Al. He gave me a message for you. Al, what's he doing? He's got a job. He's a Santa Claus making a pitch on the street for some orphans' home. Oh, that's wonderful. Jane will be so proud when he comes to dinner. Well, that's the message. He can't come to dinner. He works till midnight. Well, that's no good. He's got to be with me on Christmas Eve. Well, Richard will be with Jane, and the professor will be with Mrs. O'Reilly. No, I just got to go find him. Where is he, Lefty? Well, I don't know. Someplace on the east side. But you know how them guys keep moving. Somebody drops a slug in your pot and you lose faith in the whole neighborhood. Well, Merry Christmas, Irma. Wait, wait a minute. I'm going to. I got to find my Al. Pardon me, Santa Claus. I can't see under your beard. Is your name Al? Ich kann nicht verstehen, Fräulein. Oh, sorry, I didn't know you were married. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, pardon me, Santa Claus. Uh, do you mind if I lift up your beard? Please, do not touch. This is a tickle. Santa Claus, would you be angry if I pulled your beard off for a minute? I think I would. This happens to be my own hair. Oh, I'm sorry. Merry Christmas. <laughs> you got to find my Al. This is the saddest Christmas I've ever had. Come in. Merry Christmas. Mrs. O'Reilly, you look ravishing. I do? Well, thank you. Where's the mistletoe? <gasps> I knew I forgot something. You forgot the mistletoe after all the trouble I've gone to to make myself beautiful and the professor on his way down. Glory be, I've been sabotaged. Uh... <laughs> what am I going to do? Oh, never mind. I'll just take a sprig of this parsley from the hors d'oeuvre and tie it to the chandelier. With the professor's eyes, he'll never know the difference. Oh, oh. Mrs. O'Reilly, you're priceless. There. Am I standing right under it? You couldn't be any closer to it if it was growing out of your head. Shh. That's him. Okay. Lover, when you near me, and I hear you speak me name. Come in. Merry Christmas, Janie. Ooh, Mrs. O'Reilly. Hello, Professor. Well, can't you see what I'm standing under? Oh, yes. Parsley. And when the grocery man gets here, I'll kiss him. <laughs> oh, I could kill myself. Why? I just remembered I bought him those reading glasses for Christmas. That's right, Janie. She bought me the one gift I could use, reading glasses. Come here, Mrs. O'Reilly, and let me give you a great big hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Professor, you made me feel 50 years younger. <laughs> well, we still got a long ways to go. I better use the other arm, too. <laughs> oh, the two of you are adorable. I'm sorry Irma isn't here to see this. She loves the two of you so. You mean she hasn't come home from work yet? No, and I'm getting a little worried. Well, that wouldn't be her unless she lost a key. Open it, will you, Professor? Oh, sure. Oh, Richard. Oh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, here, Jane. Oh! Richard, you shouldn't have done it. Oh, yes, I should have. Uh, these are some ledgers I want you to check. <laughs> You'll get your gift tomorrow. Oh. oh, but I do have a little something for Irma. Where is she? Well, we don't know, Richard, and I'm getting a little sick about it. Oh, well, she'll show up, I'm sure. Miss O'Reilly, I've got some Christmas records on the Victrola. Will you start the machine? Well, I'll be glad to, Janie. I'll dance with the professor. Come, cutie. <laughs> 
Claus could be my Al. Uh-uh. No, I guess he's too sloppy looking. Uh, well, I'll ask him. Uh, pardon me, is your name Al? Chicken. Well, at last I found you. Oh, I'm so glad. My arm is so tired I've lifted the beards of 200 Santa Clauses. Chicken, I'm, I'm frozen stiff. Can hardly move. Oh, you poor dear. Come on home with me. They're waiting dinner. Oh, no, chicken. Got to stay here till midnight collecting money or I don't get paid. And I want to get a gift for you. Oh, it doesn't matter, Al, now that I've found you. No, have been through too much to quit now. Have kissed so many babies, these icicles on my beard are solid pablum. <laughs> well, Al, you're shivering. Why don't you get in that restaurant and get a cup of coffee, huh? Can't, chicken. Got to be a Santa Claus on this corner. Well, Al, I could slip that suit on that you're that you're wearing huh? there and take your place. With the beard on, they wouldn't know the difference. Oh, chicken, you're a lifesaver. Unzip me, huh? Okay. Now, look, I, I got three pillows yeah. in here. You know where to put them? I'll put them in the back. The wind is from the south. <laughs> This is just terrible. If food's getting cold, we'll have to eat the ice cream with a straw. Maybe that's her. Hello? 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 Mrs. O'Reilly, that's a bottle of rum you got to your ear. Jamie is answering the phone. Hello? Lefty? Oh, Lefty, I've been trying to get in touch with you. Have you seen Irma or Al? You what? You saw them on the east side. Irma's a Santa Claus. Where? Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Come on, everybody. Grab your coats. Irma's Santa Claus. Come on. We can't waste a minute. Santa Claus gives presents. She's liable to give Manhattan back to the Indians. <laughs> well, we done pretty good, Nick. Stuck up seven Santa Clauses and got over 300 bugs. Yeah. Yo, let's go home, Freddy, and split up the swag. Boy, I'm getting cold. The snow's getting deep. Okay. Hey, hey, wait. Hey, there's one right there on the corner. Huh? Hey, let's clean him up before we go home, huh? Okay. Okay. Ho, ho, ho! Don't forget Santa Claus! We ain't forgetting you, buddy. Stick them up. Well, you boys ought to be ashamed of yourselves working on a holiday. Holy mackerel, it's a tomato! I am not. I'm Swedish. Come on, sister. Let's have it. Do you mean to say you'd steal this money my boyfriend and I collected for an orphanage? Orphanage? I'll bet your mothers would be ashamed of you. Leave my mother out of this. I will not. She's probably a fine, sweet old woman. My mother is in San Quentin. <laughs> what a coincidence. My mother's in Minnesota. <laughs> I miss her. I miss her awful, don't you? Mothers are so wonderful. Did your mother ever make little men out of gingerbread to put in your stockings? Mine did. Shut up, you didn't show up. <laughs> Mine used to take them pipe cleaners, make them into little reindeers, and tie them together with a bow. And red ribbons? Huh? Red ribbons? No, mine was chartreuse. <laughs> came downstairs, did she put your, your little fuzzy wuzzies on your feet so they wouldn't chill? And did she light the fireplace and then watch you open all your presents? Did she? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's done all them things. Hey, Nick, what are you doing? You're dropping all our dough in that pot! I couldn't help it. My hands is cold. We're so lucky to have mothers. All three of us. I can just see mine now. She's looking out the window at the snow on the ground, and she's singing. 
silent night, holy night. All is Much off key. Irma and Jane will be back in a moment, but first. Can't anything be done about triple O? Yes, here's amazing news about a scientific odor test. Eight out of ten men and women stopped or definitely reduced triple O. Stopped odor of body, stopped odor of breath, stopped offending. Executives, secretaries, clerks, even factory workers at 110 degrees heat took ENDS chlorophyll tablets. Results from thousands of examinations were astounding. Working inside the body where odors begin, ENDS actually prevented unpleasing odors from forming. Stopped odors of body, odors of breath, offensive odors of any kind. Stopped all three. Yes, there's scientific proof that ENDS really stop. Triple O. Keep you fresh as a daisy all over, all day long. You get more complete, more lasting protection against Triple O than from any old-fashioned body deodorant, toothpaste, soap, mouthwash. And ENDS are so easy to use. Safe. Safe as any green vegetable, pleasant tasting. ENDS contain 100 milligrams, a fully effective dose of Daritol chlorophyll. So beware of cheap chewing gum or candy substitutes that contain so little chlorophyll or that fail to state their chlorophyll content on the label. Insist on ENDS chlorophyll tablets. That's ENDS, E-N-N-D-S. Trial size only 49 cents, larger sizes even more economical. Stop triple O with ENDS. My Friend Irma is a Cy Howard production and is directed by Park Levy, who writes the script with Stanley Adams and Roland McLean. Pat Burton is associate producer. Marie Wilson is starred as Irma, and Kathy Lewis as Jane. The part of Al was played by John Brown. Hans Conried was heard as Professor Kropotkin. Gloria Gordon as Mrs. O'Reilly, and Alan Reed as Mr. Clyde. Music was under the direction of Lud Gruskin. You can't have a sparkling personality if you don't have sparkling eyes. And you can't have sparkling eyes if they're tired, dull, red from lack of sleep, driving, wind, or glare. So get Hygiene. One or two drops in each eye float away that tired eye feeling. Leave eyes refreshed. Then your whole face lights up. Hygiene is like a prescription. Contains Lexitol, a tonic for your eyes. Safe, gentle. Hygiene. E-Y-E-G-E-N-E at drug counters everywhere. Trial size only 25 cents. Larger sizes even more economical. Be with us next Sunday at this time when ENDS, America's most popular chlorophyll tablets, again bring you my friend Irma. Carl Caruso speaking. Stay tuned for Aramis Brooks, starring Eve Arden, which follows immediately on most of these CBS stations. My friend Irma was transcribed. This is the CBS Radio Network.
does it for Miss Kathy Lewis and Miss Mary Wilson in the CBS comedy show My Friend Irma I hope you guys have enjoyed the show this afternoon if you like the show please comment and subscribe guys such as Spotify, Google, Apple or wherever else you get your podcast just type in mystery and comedy and it should pull my podcast right up Later on tonight, guys, as I bring to the show 
the original cast of the film it happened on Fifth Avenue starring Mr. Victor Moore and many others if you like the show please comment and subscribe guys and then stay tuned for this coming Tuesday as I bring to the show Mr. Frank Sinatra and the original cast of the 1947 classic film It's a Wonderful Life as our Christmas to the Troops for our Christmas Spectacular Part 3. If you like the show, please comment and subscribe, guys, and always remember to enjoy the show. Have a wonderful day, guys. Thanks.